Welcome to the Your Next Best Step podcast, where it's all about real experiences, real lessons, real hurdles, and everything in between. I'm Teresa Cantley, and I'm bringing you over 20 years experience in business, leadership, and marketing to help you shift out of your corporate thinking and into being an entrepreneur so you can maximize your results, build and empower your team, and make a bigger impact. It's time to turn your ideas into innovation, and that's only the beginning. So let's get started. Hey there, my friends, and welcome to another episode of the Your Next Best Step podcast. I am your host, Teresa Cantley, and I am so glad that you're here for another weekly episode. And this week, we're actually talking a lot about leadership. But before I get started, I just wanted to say thank you so much for joining me every week. I love hearing the comments and the feedback, and I just bumped my microphone um, from everybody about the episodes. It really is encouraging, and I love reading every single one of them. Um, If you have any suggestions or things that you'd like to hear about in upcoming episodes, Drop me a comment, send me an email to Teresa at TeresaCantley.com and we will try and incorporate um, more of that into our future episodes. Um, But I would just love to hear your feedback. And if you haven't done so already, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast at iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher. We are working on getting it up on Spotify too, so stay tuned for that. Um, And also Pandora because they do podcasts as well. But I would love for you to subscribe. And when you subscribe, you will be sure to get updates every week when we launch new episodes and you definitely don't want to miss any of these episodes because they are jam full of great content, great tips, and real stories from real experiences that I've had either myself building my business or with people that I have worked with over the past two decades. So you definitely don't want to miss out on any of that. I also, in the future... We have some podcast guests coming on, so I'm super excited about that. And we are also going to be doing some bonus episodes um, that you'll only know about if you subscribe to the podcast. So definitely make sure that you do that. And I would also, if you have it in your heart, to leave me a review. I would love, love, love that. Um, if you have a moment, just take a few minutes. Um, I would I read every single one of them, and they do make me feel amazing. So definitely, if you get a moment, um, leave a review. Make sure you subscribe, um, and I would love to hear from you. So let's talk a little bit about leadership. And I remember, you know, for the longest time when I was in corporate America, Um, And I had my first management role and I was like, oh, I'm a manager. Like I get to manage people and this is exciting. And I was building a department and I remember I used to sit there and, and come up with these lists of things that I needed to give the people that worked for me that I just needed to just give them stuff to do. And back then I felt if I had a big to do list, they needed to have a big to do list as well, right? wrong. And I think a lot of that philosophy of that managing, because, you know, you're, I was in my early twenties, 
you know, um, early mid twenties and I became a manager and I was like, oh, I had a team under me now. And I just felt like I had to constantly tell them what to do. And they would come into my office and be like, okay, what's next? And then I would tell them more what was to do. And if I wasn't telling them what to do, I felt like I wasn't doing my job. And I think a lot of that came from the people that I worked with, worked for over the years, because they kind of had that same philosophy that if people are working for you, you have to direct them. You have to tell them what to do. Even if managers, like a bunch of managers got together, it was a matter of, okay, we're talking, we're going to put together a project and then we're just going to tell people what to do. And like I said, I think over the years, I worked for many people who, you know, that was kind of, that was their philosophy that they needed to, you know, managing and leadership was all about, you know, micromanaging and the fact that you were just going to derive your own plans and then just like divvy them out and just tell people, okay, these were going to be your tasks for the day. And what I found over the years is that that's not what leadership is. And I learned this a long time ago. Leadership isn't just about telling people what to do. It's about more about holding a space for people to rise up to their highest level. And you've probably heard me say this before. And it's funny because I remember, I specifically remember one of my bosses that I worked for Um, and I think, I know I never did this to anybody that I worked for, that worked for me, but he had this thing where his idea of being a good leader was he would have me do a project and then I would have to redo it and redo it and redo it because his feeling was that if he interacted with me that way, that that would push me to do an even better job. But in reality, I mean, then that was that was what his his vision of leadership was, is that he was solely responsible for telling people what to do. And his feeling was if I make them redo things and push them to do to do it better, to to be better, and I just keep making them redo things over and over and over again, that was going to help them to grow and to be a better employee. And what he didn't realize is that was the most frustrating, horrible experience I've ever had. Um, And it actually like just, you know, made me want to quit most days. (laughs) So that's where, and that really was the first leadership mentor because I worked for him for a very, very long time, but like the first leadership mentor that I had. And, you know, that realization, and I had it very early on that this is not, this is not leadership. This is, this is like a dictatorship. This is like, this is like just micromanaging people. And, you know, this isn't, this is, this doesn't feel good. This feels like you just felt like every ounce of creativity and energy and oomph that you had gets squished out of you. Because you're constantly have somebody that's harping on you and and telling you what to do or telling you what you're not doing right and constantly like just harping is a good word. Um, And that was the level of interaction that you had with them. And 
it's, I wanted to talk about this because I've seen it a lot with different business owners that I've worked with over the years where their vision of being a good leader means that they are just barking orders at people and that they have to be in control. Um, and I like to call this the control master. If you've ever seen my leadership framework where I talk about the different types of leaders there are in a business, um, to explain, okay, where are you on this chart and where do you want to go to? So there's this one called the control master. And that is definitely the, like the person that I used to work for, you know, for many, many years. Um, and the control master, what they are is someone who has to be in control over everything. They have to call the shots. They have to tell everybody what to do. They have to constantly bark orders at people. And like I said, Many business owners who I start working with, that is their view of being a good leader. And they, you know, find, try and find people who are just taskmasters and also can't figure out and get frustrated with the fact of when they can't make people, air quotes, make people do their job. And you know, in, in looking at this and working with business owners and thinking back to, like I said, my own experience, what I have come up with is that these control masters, these people who think that leadership is just telling people what to do, that these control masters, the reason why they feel like they have to be in control over everything is because in some way, shape, or form, on some level, they doubt their own ability to either lead or guide or even connect with people. And here's the thing, is that when it comes to being a leader, what it really relies on is that identity and how you see yourself plus and how other people see you as well, plus that interaction that you have with them. So if you see yourself that you have to just tell people what to do, because if you're not telling them what to do and they are not doing what you want them to do, that's going to make you look bad. And a lot of people, a lot of people who want to control things think that that's how they are seen. That if, if people aren't doing things right, if they're not getting people to do things right, then they're not getting people to, you know, they're not pushing people to do their job and they're not telling people what to do. And if they're not in control of everything, if something goes wrong, they look bad. And again, that is that identity. And I, I specifically remember an example of my boss saying that if, a design, not a design that I did, but like an outside design firm, like if we were working on a catalog and his view was if this design does not look phenomenal and we don't get it out at, you know, this, we would have sales meetings. We don't get it out at the, at the annual sales meeting. It's going to make him look bad. And at the time, I remember killing myself, like really trying, like really like pushing myself and, you know, working hours and hours and hours and stressing so much about trying to get this catalog done and perfect because I didn't want him to look bad. But if you think about it, how silly does that sound, right? So 
your identity and how you see yourself as a leader will then directly impact how you interact with people. So if you think that you need to control everything and you think that if this isn't done right, it's going to make you look bad. If what someone else is doing isn't done right, it's going to make you look bad, right? So then how do you think you're going to act, interact with people? Not great, right? Because when we have and when we can see ourselves in a positive form as a leader and other people we're showing up and other people see us in a positive light and that helps us to interact with people better and then guess what our impact becomes higher with the people that work for us if you're showing up as a jerk as an absolute jerk what kind of an impact are you going to have with them not great right <laughs> and if you remember what I said is that leadership isn't just about telling people what to do. It's about holding a space for people to rise to their highest level. So if our interaction with people is barking orders at them and telling them what to do, well, is that holding a space to rise to their highest level? No, it's just barking orders at them, which causes boredom. It causes frustration. It causes you know, aggravation and possibly causes people to quit. You know, I can't tell you how many times recently people have said to me, people that have contacted me and have wanted to work with me and they've said, I am so frustrated. I can't get people to do their job. I even asked somebody last week, I said, can you name someone who is your, this person is like your top notch employee. And they couldn't. And I said, their first thing was, I can't get people to do their job and it's so frustrating. And I was like, okay, well, can you name for me, tell me what your ideal, who your ideal employee is in this business? And they couldn't name anything. And I said, okay, how have you been interacting with these people, with your employees? Well, I get frustrated and I've been sending, I send emails and they don't respond to the emails. And then I, and then I notice that these people aren't doing their job and they're sitting around and they have their phones out and da, da, da. So then I have to go yell at them and I'm like, okay, okay. All right. So your interaction, what you're telling me is that your interaction with them is you're barking orders at them. You can't get them to do your job and do their job. And you you decide that the right way to handle this is yelling at them, Right. So how are you showing up to them? And they didn't really have an answer. And I said, okay, so whose fault is it that they are not, they are not rising to a higher level of employee? Who, whose problem is that? Well, of course, it's theirs, right? So what that comes down to is that as a leader... Okay, and not everybody, it's not like, you know, we just become a manager, we become a leader in an organization and, and, and we just become this, like right away, we're just amazing at what we do. It takes time, it takes practice. It takes showing up in a totally different way than we have been showing up all along, right? And even as a leader in a business, our skills, as we grow, as we develop, as we become our best self, the people around us are going to become their best self. So if you want to grow your business 
and you want to take your business to the next level, guess what? That's going to be directly in proportion to how you grow as a business leader. So if you consistently think that I just need to just tell constantly tell people what to do and I need to be in control of everything, is that showing up as your best self? No. Is that going to promote a positive interaction with people? Absolutely not. And when I say this to people, that your business growth and how much your business grows is going to be directly related to how much you grow as a person. And if you're willing to take yourself to the next level and lead yourself to a place of unknown terrain, which we've talked about, or letting go, which is a really hard thing for people to do, if you're willing to do that, then you're also willing and can show up as that next level leader. But if you're not, if you're going to stay in that space of trying to control everything and trying to do everything yourself, how can you expect your employees to show up at a higher level when you aren't showing up at a higher level? And I've seen this time and time again when I work with business owners. The business owners that have have pushed and pushed and pushed back at me and have said, no, I can't let go of this or I can't do that and it's not me, it's them, their business hasn't grown. When they want someone else to tell them what to do, when they want someone else to, you know, to create the vision for them, the business doesn't grow because that's not what leadership is about. Leadership isn't about having someone else tell you what your vision is. Leadership is about you coming up with that vision, no matter how hairy, scary, and frightening it is, and really aligning with that vision, but then also making sure that your people understand that vision. That's what you're telling them. You're telling them what that vision is, but you're also empowering them to figure things out so that they can rise to their highest level. And what I like to say to people is that you want to have four things four things in your business. And this will help to empower people to rise to that higher level. So the first one is to fully take ownership, to know that they can take ownership. So if you're caught for their job performance, so if you're constantly telling somebody what to do, how are they going to take ownership of and, and feel like they have ownership of their job when all that's being happened is they're just being directed constantly? So the more we can give people ownership and get them to take ownership by empowering them to step up, empowering them to up-level their performance, if we do that, they will rise to the occasion because it's challenging, right? And the people that don't, maybe they don't belong there. The second one is having the ability to master their skills to the next level. If you're not pushing people to do things better. And I don't mean having like telling them their work stinks and having them redo it and redo it and redo it like my boss did um, until you pick the first version that they did. But having them, challenging them to learn new things, challenging them to take the skills that they have and make them even better by engaging in personal development, by bringing a mentor in, by having them work with that coach, by buying 
um, planners so that they can keep their goals. They can break their goals down and everybody understands what each other's goals are. And everybody's, you know, lifting each other up and getting each other to rise so that you can consistently be achieving the things that you want to achieve to move you forward to the results that you want to get to. So encouraging them to master their skills at the next level. I remember I worked for somebody and, or I worked with somebody, it was another manager, and they, I remember them saying, oh yeah, well I gave, it was a, it was a financial person, and she had an assistant controller working for her. And I remember her saying, yeah, I gave, I gave them the reconciliation, this one account reconciliation to go through and do. And I was like, really? Isn't that something that you do? And she was like, well, yeah, it's something that I typically do, but I wanted to challenge her and see what she can do with it. See what, what things she comes up with, because maybe there might, she might look at it a different way than me, but I want to see, you know, I want to see what her perspective is. And I thought that was like the most amazing thing. I was like, wow. And after that, that's when I started doing that kind of stuff myself. So when I had people working for me, after I realized that managing people wasn't just about telling them what to do and giving them long to-do lists, I started having people take a look at analytics and saying, okay, I have my own perspective on this, but I want to see what you come up with it. I want to see what you come up with. And challenge them to master and up-level their own skills. The third one is the ability to be creative. The ability to be creative and bring more innovation into the business. And how do you do that? By letting people try new things. By embracing the experiences that they've been through and maybe challenges that they've been through and how they got through them and letting them bring that level of creativity to problems that you have in the business that you need solutions for and allowing them to use that creativity for good. You're not going to have all of the answers and you shouldn't have all of the answers in the business. So when people can use their own experiences and things that they've been through and how they've gotten through it or their ability to problem solve totally different than maybe how you would have done it, that's how you can create more innovation. That's how you can create more solutions in your business. And the last thing is, is giving people that sense of purpose, having them understand their bigger purpose in a business and how it relates to the bigger purpose of the business itself. There is nothing worse, nothing worse. And I've seen this time and time again, where people just think they're a number. They're just a number in a business. They're just a peon. They're just a a worker. There is nothing worse than that. People need to, and I don't care who it is, from the most entry-level position to the highest-level position, everybody needs to understand what the bigger purpose is of the business and what their purpose is and how they contribute to it. When people have a sense of purpose and they understand what that you know, grander thing is that they're doing there, they will rise to the occasion. When they can have that sense of purpose and they understand how that fits into the bigger piece, to the bigger, the bigger, you know, um, vision for what the business is, they want to do better work. They want to up-level those, their skills. 
And those four things, when you can bring them all together, and I've seen it time and time again, just like my example, you know, when I would take my own employees and I would have them like dig into to analytics with them and teach them how to do things, but then let them figure some stuff out on their own and have them understand that they weren't just a marketing coordinator, but they were actually a piece of building visibility to help researchers, laboratory researchers, you know, move their, their, their solutions, their innovations, their discoveries forward faster. So leadership, if we can just take this away with us, leadership isn't just about telling people what to do. It is about taking your identity and how you want to be seen and how other, how you want other people to see you and connect that together to create this positive interaction, which then creates a bigger impact on the business. And this is the thing that we focus on is creating that amazing experience for your employees where they don't feel like they're being ordered around and they don't feel like just a number, but instead they feel like a partner. They feel like someone who is making an impact, no matter how small or how big, it's still making a bigger impact. And that's how we create this amazing experience that gets people to up-level their own, what their job performance, that gets them to own what they're doing so that they do and they want to do an even better job because they know that they have an impact in making this business successful and bringing the bigger vision to life. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Your Next Best Step podcast and talking about leadership. We are going to be launching the business growth formula again very, very shortly. So if you want to join me, if you want to be a part of the business growth formula and learn how to create a better employee experience and really focus on building that iconic signature experience, you can go to Teresa Cantley dot com forward slash the business growth formula and make sure you get on the wait list so you get information as soon as we open up the doors and as soon as we start launching all of the extra amazing free content that goes along with it. So again, it's teresacantley.com forward slash the business growth formula. Make sure you register to get on the early bird wait list so that you get a VIP access to all the things that are coming. And again, just as a reminder, I hope you subscribe to this podcast so you get updates every week when we launch new episodes. But until next week, until next time, I hope you focus on creating a better experience for your employees, an experience that gets them to take ownership of their job performance, to up-level their skills, to be creative and bring innovation into the business and really have them understand their bigger purpose and the bigger purpose of the business. Because I will tell you this, when you do that, when you determine and you decide that you are going to let go and you are going to grow as a leader, everyone else in the business will grow as well and you will see your results directly related to the growth that you experience. So until next week, have a great week, take care, and I will talk to you soon.